Vision is foresight with insight based on hindsight. Do you know where your vision comes from? Welcome to Reveal the Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Carter. This is episode six, the source of vision. Let's talk about it. Stay tuned. I'm so glad that you're back. I'm so glad that I'm here with you today. We are on episode six, and we are going to talk today's episode about the source of vision. All right, let's just get right into this. We're doing a little short series. I'm not really sure how many episodes yet on vision, at least four. But um, we're going today talk about the source of vision, where vision actually comes from, and a few other things about vision. Vision comes from purpose. Okay, it comes from it comes from purpose. And I want to give y'all a definition. Yes, I did say y'all. I am really from Nebraska, but I've lived in the South so long. I think I've become a Southerner. But anyway, so. Purpose is the intent for which God created you. It's the reason why you were born, okay? Purpose is what God had already decided in his own mind that you were supposed to begin or to fulfill or to do. Um, I use the verse Ephesians 2.10, and I'm going to paraphrase it. You are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works with an S, so it's plural, good works that he predestined you ahead of time and set you on paths towards them. So you can say this verse this way. There is something finished you're supposed to start. So your purpose is basically something that's finished. It's done. It's complete in time, in destiny. And God sort of, I know this is not going to be good English, but he backs up and he borns you or he puts you in the earth. So you are in the earth and you are perfect for your purpose. God didn't make you first and then make the purpose. He made the purpose, what he intended, what he wanted first, and then he made you. So purpose is what God has already decided in his mind. This is finished. It's something that you're supposed to begin to fulfill. Now, vision is when you can see it in your mind by faith and you can begin to imagine it. So vision is when you can see it. So what do you see? What do you see about your life? But you first have to know, okay, what is my purpose? What is it that God put me in the earth to do? So vision comes from your purpose. The source of all of this, though, is God. And God created everything and everyone with a purpose. You are not just here as an accident. You are not alone. And you have to understand God created everything to fulfill a purpose in life. Everything. Mammals, um, fish, all reptiles, plants, stars, every person. Every single thing has 
purpose and everything has a unique purpose for which God created it. So you are uniquely you. You are uniquely you. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter what you look like, your height, your weight, your color, your ethnicity, your voice, hair color, scars, you know, every single thing. You were chosen by him before the world began and God has a plan in advance. So you were born at the right time in the right season for the purpose under heaven. Now, within this season called life, God appoints specific things for you to do. There's specific things and he's placed those things within your heart. Okay. There's another verse, Ecclesiastes 3.10. Now it says, I have seen the burden God has laid on men. Okay. So this word burden in this verse is actually a Hebrew word and it means heavy responsibility. So God's placed within each person a heavy responsibility or or it can also be translated occupation or a task or a certain type of job, okay? But not like the job you you go to work and get paid for. It could also be described as a responsible urge. Like there's this urge, there's just this something, this sense of something that weighs us down. We feel it. We feel it in our body. We feel it in our spirit. Like, I just have to do this certain thing. I need to carry this out. It's a cry of the heart. Some people just know they were born to fulfill something. Well, that is this burden that God's laid on men. And you are responsible for fulfilling that. I have a lot of people that I counsel that they put that urge behind them. They have put that in the back of their minds. They have just sort of stuffed it away. But whatever God put in your heart, that's what's in his heart. It's what's in his heart. So we have the same thing in our heart that's in God's heart. Now, you were born at the right time to fulfill this. The purpose is already completed in God. And God completed you. He completed you before he created you. Okay. So God, God completed you, everything about you. He knew, he knows what you're going to do. He knows what you're going to say. He knows how you're going to get the thing fulfilled. Like God already knows this, that the fact that you are here is proof that you are ready to accomplish something. The fact that you are still alive, the evidence of your birth means that there is something for you to do. The fact that you have been started is proof that you are completed. I know you have to really stretch your mind to to get that. You have to really think on that. You are designed perfectly for what you're supposed to accomplish. This, This should take away all the anxiety of women when they say, I wish I looked like her, or I wish I was her size, or had her hair, her eyes, or her what? No. Or her hair color, or her skin color. No, you are uniquely you for the purpose that God designed you. So when you know and you understand that you were born to accomplish something, when you know this, that is purpose. When you can see it in your mind by faith, that's vision. Okay, so let's just get that part straight. So when you know it, that's purpose. And when you can see it, you now have vision. Now, vision isn't about you. Okay, it's not about you. Vision is always about the other person. It's always about God's purpose. It's always about the deepest desire in God's heart. 
And when you when you start to realize what your purpose is and you can see it, you're going to realize, wow, this this is it's bigger than you, first of all. And it's not for you. It's for other people. It's always for other people. It's never about you. Never, ever, ever about you. It's about God. It's about his purposes in the earth because God says his plan and his purpose will prevail. See, a lot of times we go through our life and we're like, oh, I got a plan. I got a plan. So here's the verse for that. Proverbs 19, 21 says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. See, true vision is not about human invention. It's not about, oh, let me conjure up something and create something. It's about the desire that God imparts into you. And it's not our private uh, view of life. It's, it's a view that of God and what the future holds, and it's inspired by God. Vision is what God wants you and I to contribute to the kingdom of God on earth. Vision is not about us. It's not about you solely alone. It's about his kingdom. Another verse I want to give to you is in Ecclesiastes 3.14. And it says, I know that everything God does will endure forever. Okay, that's every single thing. Nothing can be added to it and nothing can be taken away from it. God does it so that men will revere him. See, your purpose is about God. You can't change it. You can't add something to it. You can't take anything away from it. You can't, you can't do any of that. The other thing I want you to understand about purpose is that God wants you to seriously delight in it. Let's say you already know your vision. It's as close as your most persistent thoughts and deepest desire. God wants you to enjoy it. God wants the deepest thing in your heart for you to fulfill that. That's where he put it. That's where he put that thing. It's just so... It's so close. Your vision is as close as the thing you deeply, deeply desire. I want you to think about that. What do you, what do you deeply desire? But some of you, you have to really think about that. You have to really just like, okay, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I desire right now. I just desire, you know, to have the bills paid or the house paid or the rent or food or my car fixed. But outside of all of that, what's in your heart that you deeply deeply desire. Do you know? Because see, there's something in all of us that God has given us gifts and callings, and he doesn't take them back. And those things are inside of us. Vision, once you get a hold of this, it it will possess you. You don't possess it. It possesses you. It's like it's so big on the inside of you. It's like you can't help but do it or think about it every single day. Vision is the idea that never leaves you. It never goes away. You think about it when you go to sleep. You think about it when you wake up. It's a passion that it just won't subside. It's that kind of irritating desire, you know, just deep down. You can't enjoy, like, say, for example, you can't even really be on your job and enjoy your job like you should because you know you really, really, really want to go do something else. Your heart's really somewhere else. That's vision. That's passion. Vision is what you keep seeing, even when you close your eyes. It's what you keep seeing when you're at your job. It's what you keep seeing when you are cooking dinner, when you're doing anything else. A lot of people are constantly waiting for God 
to tell them what to do when it's already really inside of them. Yes, I've told you to ask God. Some of you just need to ask that question. And then usually God will say something to you like, well, what's your deepest desire? What's deepest in you? But it's already inside of you. Some of you just need help exposing it and sort of unearthing it, bringing it to the surface. You already know the vision. I guess that's the point I'm trying to make is you already know it. But some of you say, well, Dr. Carter, I don't. I don't know it. I I can barely think two thoughts straight together. Yes, you can. You have to get quiet. You have to think and just say, okay, what what do I love? What is my heart seeing? What's, What's in me? What is the deepest thing that I desire? What do I have real desire and passion for? Vision will persist no matter what happens in your life. What is it that won't leave your life and it just keeps persisting? You keep thinking about it. It comes up. You, you hear it on the radio and you're like, oh, that's it. Or TV or in passing. And the vision has nothing really to do with you. It's, it's very unselfish. It's unselfish. Its purpose is to bring about the kingdom of God in the earth and to turn people to him. So the thing that you're thinking about, does it do that? Does it have its source in God? to bring more people to the kingdom into knowing the truth about him? Will it, will it build up others rather than pull them down? Will it do that? Does your vision have compassion? I taught on compassion last week to a couple of people, and I wanted to tell it to you here. Compassion is seeing a person's problem, their pain, their issue, and then literally you know, being bothered by that and saying, gosh, that, that, that hurts me like it hurts you. And you actually do something about it. You help. Compassion is not seeing a person's problem or issue or whatever they're going through and you just walk away and you do nothing. That's, no, that's not compassion. Everywhere you see Jesus in the Bible where he was moved with compassion, you always see where he did something. He healed the the widow of Nain in the Bible's son. He had died and he just brought him back to life right there in the middle of the funeral. He multiplied the fish and the loaves for the multitude because he said he was moved with compassion. They had been following Jesus for, I think, three days with nothing to eat. See, compassion moves you to doing something. It's not just about you. Be very careful and be sensitive not to hurt anyone on the way to achieving your vision or your goal. Be careful of that. Make sure, do I have compassion for people and what it is that God's calling me to do? Vision, I want y'all to understand, it's the only thing that's going to bring fulfillment in your life. I have a lot of clients who they say they're bored. They are struggling with different things. They are just going through a lot of different ups and downs. And a lot of it is because they are literally not in their purpose. They don't know what it is. So it's not sort of giving their life this momentum. I, you know, jokingly, but seriously, I tell my clients that I need two extra days a week in my life because my purpose is so big and it's just so in me that all I want to do is write, create, talk about what I wrote about, create podcasts, create courses, like all this stuff. But I have all the other gottas of life, you know, gotta cook, gotta sleep, gotta eat, gotta counsel, gotta, all this other stuff. But the stuff that I really want to do, that's what keeps me going. And I, I, I need a nine day week. 
so that I can just have these extra days to just do all the stuff that's in my heart, set in eternity in my heart that God has given to me. You know, once you once you really discover what your purpose is, you will find yourself making the statement, God, slow down. I can't even keep up. The ideas and things are just coming, coming, coming so fast. They're just coming so fast. Once you get the vision in your life, it births a, a greater and a broader vision. It, it just it just gets bigger and, and bigger and bigger and bigger all the time. And God brings together many people's personal gifts and unique visions along with yours. So, you know, to, to have vision, it really requires this deep connection with God. It's, it's very important that, that you connect with God, that you talk to him, you ask him things about your vision, about your purpose. It's always found in a larger setting. It's never just for you. The, the vision is, is God's. He's the source of all of this, but it's never just you. It's always connected to other people. And you have to make sure you're having compassion for those people. Now, one of the other things I wanted to make sure that y'all also knew was that vision draws out other people. It, it draws other people to you, but it also draws people out because vision generates vision. You'll find yourself you know, talking about purpose and vision, and it ignites it in other people. See, a great work is never done just by you. Your vision won't be completed just by you alone. Now, God's the source of all of this, but you have to cooperate with God because God has other people that are going to be connected to you. See, your dream your vision, it stirs up dreams in other people. I've done this with other people because it was done to me. So vision generates vision, but dreams also stir up other dreams in other people. Do you want to be a dream stirrer? Do you want to be a dream visionary? Then find out what your vision is. The joy of God's plan for you for a personal and corporate vision is that nothing you were born to do, you're going to do it by yourself or for yourself. You're never going to do it by yourself or for yourself. So you will need to link with other people. You will need them on the journey. You will need them. You will need them. This is so vital in this series on vision that I'm doing. We'll probably do a couple more episodes of this, not much. I mean, I could talk about this for weeks and weeks on end, but I'm probably only going to do about four episodes on vision, four or five. We'll just see four or five you know, episodes on this, but I want to give you a real good taste of what this is. Eventually, I am going to have a course on my teachable site on vision and purpose or on purpose, probably going to be on purpose. And I will put things in there about vision because really what I'm talking about is purpose. But if you want um, to kind of go a little further with this on your own, take about a half hour or, or so. Allow yourself to dream about what you would like to do in life. Not When I tell people this, I say, just let go. Just let it go. Just dream. Don't worry about, well, I don't have enough money. I, I don't have the talent or the gifts. Let yourself dream. Let yourself just dream it. What ideas do you see? What desires 
do you have? What have you always wanted to do? I'm going to put these questions in the, in the show notes, but I'm just going to say them here. Think about your primary gifts. Think about your talents. What are you good at? What do you naturally do? How do your dreams and your gifts go together? How do, how do these two link up what you dream about and then what you're actually gifted in, what you're talented in? Then write down your ideas. Write down your ideas, your desires, and your gifts and read over them every single week. Think about, oh, I love this. I could do this. Think about it. Look at it. And then ask yourself, does this hold true for me? Is this what I really want to do? If the answer is yes, keep them where you can keep looking at it. Watch it form. Look at this dream. Look at the concrete, you know, goals that you need to set. What do you need to do to achieve that? And then move along toward the completion of your purpose. Move along to that. Don't sit on it. Don't sit on it, but let it develop and see who can help you, who God will bring in your life to help you. So I want you to really focus on this. I want you to focus on this. Those of you that really are stirred up by this and and you seeking this out in your life, let it be. Let it be something that you can move towards. Let it be something you can move towards. Don't give up on it because you are unique and you have a God-given destiny. You have a special um, gifting that God has placed inside of you for the world, for other people, not just for you. And if you find yourself, you're unhappy, you're out of focus, you're just like, I just feel like I'm stuck, I'm just dredging through life, you may need to know what your purpose is. Once you do, it gives your life immense clarity, focus, energy. It's all you, it's all I can think about. All I think about is what I want to do, what I want to create, purpose, and just, gosh, I, you know, sleeping and eating is the enemy. Sleeping and it's like sleeping all that eight hours. I could be using that for something besides sleep, even though I know we need to sleep, but it's just in the way and eating, oh, taking time to eat and cook. Yeah, it's in the way, but we have to do it. We have to do it. But all I want to do is my purpose. It's okay. Give an example of this and I'll let y'all go. It's like my son. My son is a musician and all he wants to do is write music and sing. That's all he wants to do is create music, create and write. He doesn't want to work. He doesn't want to do this. Now he works a job. He works two jobs. He does what he needs to do. He's very responsible, but you can just see it on him. You can, you can see it on him that all he wants to do is music. That's all he was born to do and created to do, but he's got to do the goddess of life. So you have to stay focused. You have to use your time wise. But see, now I'm getting off into a different subject and I don't want to do that. All right. So this is all I've got on this for today. And we'll continue with vision next episode. And if you want more information about me, just go to my website, stephaniemcarter.com. And you'll find things there that will be helpful to you. You can learn more about me and you can also sign up at the top of the website or in the middle of the website and give me your email address and you can get the free uh, devotional, nine day devotional I have on the fruit of the spirit. 
and you can print that off and get that and stay connected with me in my newsletter called Reveal that I send out usually about once a week. And I would love for you to contact me. I would love to hear from you and I'm going to let you go. All right. And I'm going to talk to you soon. See you later. Thank you.